The News River Foundation is proud to present the second annual River Film Festival, a celebration of water, filmmaking, and the foundation's years of service to the News River and its surrounding environment. The foundation and its hardworking riverkeepers are dedicated to protecting the long-term health of the News for our community and for the aquatic life that depends on the Restoration Systems, and our additional sponsors, Art and Materials, Bailey and Dixon, Voice and Ice Phil Trex, Netherwood Productions, the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences, the North Carolina Museum of History, Paperhead Puppet Intervention, and the Wake Weekly. And thanks to you for your support and Welcome. Welcome to the second annual uh, News River uh, Film Festival, Riverkeeper Film Festival. We do definitely appreciate everybody coming out. And uh, basically, we did this, I know it says stories of uh, the Riverkeeper, but we did this uh, tour de Noose where we paddled down the entire Noose River this, earlier this year in April. And it was a great event. We had a lot of pictures, got some video from it. And uh, we just wanted to really show people uh, images from the river. Um, so that's pretty much what we're going to do. I have a little five-minute segment. I'm going to talk about what I do as a river keeper. I think, obviously, a lot of people here do know. And then we'll go into uh, the Tour de Noose, and then we have a little five-minute film uh, from, uh, you know, from the actual Tour de Noose. Okay? So uh, basically, you know, if you can't uh, see the... Image up here. My name is Dean Axe. I'm the Upper Noose River Keeper. Noose, work for Noose River Foundation. And uh, Noose River Foundation obviously is a nonprofit organization. The whole idea of the River Keeper program is to maintain an on river presence, uh, basically, work and enforce environmental laws, regulations, specifically the Federal Clean Water Act. Uh, more importantly, make sure that the regulatory agencies are actually enforcing those laws and provide a strong voice for the river at public hearings at city council, uh, Wake County Commissioner meetings, and uh, lastly, citizen watch for the river. And uh, really, you know, the river basin itself is over uh, 6,100 square miles, a lot of area to cover, so we rely very heavily on citizens, and really one of the most rewarding aspects of this job has been the people that have come to my aid, scientists, regulators, behind the scenes trying to help us out. Um, we do have, like, for instance, a Noose River Foundation Volunteer Air Force um, doing patrols over North Carolina hog farms, and we just recently won a settlement agreement based on the documentation, uh, the evidence we've collected from pollution problems in the rivers from hog farms. Uh, 275 hog farms will now put pollution controls in place uh, through the direct actions of this Volunteer Air Force, and this has been really good in terms of... Uh, bringing international attention and I will tell you Rick Dove who's sitting right here in the audience is the first Noose River Keeper and he's the one who came up with this whole idea he's the president of Noose River Foundation and he's really helped bring international attention to the 
dangers of this industry and all the pollution problems they've created for waters all around the country. And uh, it's really, like I said, helped to lead to a much bigger movement beyond the state of North Carolina. And here's a uh, not so good map of the basin, but just wanted to give you a good indication. And really, the reason this whole program started was from really serious pollution problems in the New River. We've lost uh, estimates over a billion fish over the last 20 years or so in the river basin. And really, I don't think you find many rivers in the country that have the type of fish kills that we have. This was just in 2004. We lost about 10, 20 million fish uh, with open ulcerated bleeding sores. People have gotten sick from the river. And really, this is how the whole keeper movement started, in, at least in the New River Basin. We were the first one in the southeast. Um, it was started basically by Rick, who was a former commercial uh, fisherman who really could no longer bring his fish to market. He finally said enough is enough. And uh, really, this program started. And now uh, there's 11 keeper programs in North Carolina, dozens more throughout the southeast because of this program right here. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, the Clean Water Act is really a driving force behind what we do, and it really, the Clean Water Act gives uh, citizen uh, provisions in the act so that you can actually hold polluters accountable. Uh, under the most egregious situations, you can sue a polluter if the state's not taking enforcement action, and we've done that, and it's really made a big difference on behalf of the river. You can challenge permits, do that sort of thing. Uh, in 2002, for example, when I first became riverkeeper, uh, the city of Raleigh, we uncovered over 20 violations at that plant. And uh, this was, uh, again, I think this just stresses the importance of citizen supervision. You had a public utilities department really was unwilling to accept they even had a problem. And uh, we, since then, uh, the city is, was forced to spend over $40 million to fix these problems. They're the largest discharger to the Noose River. Uh, that's make a big difference for the river. Uh, just this past January, we uncovered discharges from Raleigh's water treatment plant. Uh, I don't know if you can see this stream right here, but this is white and green. Um, uh, some algae and bacteria growth, um, you know, from pollution problems from the plant. And uh, basically we got a commitment from the city of Raleigh. They invested $3.25 million in eliminating this discharge, which flows directly into Falls Lake, which is a drinking water supply for 400,000 people here in Wake County. So these are just some of the things that we do. Uh, and uncover, we just defeated a very large pollution trading scheme uh, two years ago that was threatening Falls Lake. Um, introduced this plan of protecting critical stream corridors in the upper new space, in which is now uh, more than $3 million has been invested into this plan uh, to protect water quality in Falls Lake, Lake Mickey, Durham's drinking water supply. Uh, focus on sedimentation issues. Uh, here's a violation. We have this project coming up in 2007. Um, PCB contamination in Crabtree Creek, just a lot of big issues right here locally. We also have a lot of issues in the Lower Noose Basin. And Larry Baldwin, who's in the back of the room, is the Lower Noose River Keeper. And he monitors the lower end of the river. And we work hand in hand on a lot of these issues. And um, this is a great event that we do. I hope that you all consider coming out. We do the annual Noose River Spring Cleanup. Uh, last year, we covered 62 river miles, had about 10 different check-in stations. 300 people came out for the event. We cleaned up 21,260 pounds of trash. Two cars uh, over the four years, over 53,000 pounds of trash we've pulled out of the river and along the banks. And uh, it is now the largest river cleanup in the state in just four years. So this is the type of stuff we're doing, trying to get people more engaged, take more of a stewardship role for the river. And so I would just uh, encourage those who are not uh, working with us to get involved. And uh, obviously, we'd love for you all to become members as well. And, uh, but 
like I said, we're going to talk primarily about tour de news tonight. And again, this, this was a great uh, thing that we didn't know how this would actually work, but we wanted to paddle the entire Noose River to one, bring attention to the river, uh, you know, raise a little money. We thought it'd be a great fundraiser. We get people to sponsor us on a per mileage basis. Uh, and really just get people out on the water. And it really just turned out to be a much, much bigger event than we thought it would be. And as we moved down the river, it just kind of picked up steam and more and more people came out with us. And uh, we'll just show you some of those images. But this is starting way up above Falls Lake on uh, the Eno and the Flat River is where we started. Uh, I started on the Flat River, Larry started on the Eno River, and we met. And those are the, that's where the two, uh, where the Noose River starts essentially before Falls Dam became a lake. Um, and uh, this individual actually owns a farm right up uh, near Lake Mickey, right up on the Flat River. And uh, his name's Gerald Thacker. He's a farmer who you know, never supported an environmental group in his life, never thought he needed to. And he contacted me one day because pollution problems were occurring in his local ponds. And uh, the regulators told him, well, there's nothing we can do about it, but you might want to call the riverkeeper. And so he called me and urged me to come up and help him. And we've been working with him. We helped get him an attorney and we're working with him on these, on this issue. But, um, you know, again, this is the type of people that we work with. And Gerald Thacker, unbeknownst to me, when he heard about my tour de news, he said, you know, I want to see you off on this. You know, when I was 11 years old, when I was 13 years old, my best friend and I, who was 11, uh, built our own raft out of some wood we stole from the local sawmill, took some tar off roads, off the, off the roads, and made their own raft, told his dad it would take about a, a week to get down to New Bern. Well, it ended up taking him 11 weeks. He brought one change of clothes, uh, four fishing poles and a 22 rifle, and they shot squirrels and snakes and uh, raided gardens and ate chickens all on the way, and somehow he managed to survive. So uh, his journey, I was a lot more impressive than mine, uh, ours, but uh, it was just great to have someone like him see him off, see us off on this, this tour. And, uh, the reason that we're flexing muscle here on the first day is, you know, we thought when we planned this trip, it would be good to do it in the spring because we'd have plenty of high water flows. And what ended up happening was um, we were in the state of a drought. So we ended up having to drag our kayaks for miles and miles down the flat Nino. And uh, it was pretty exhausting the first day. And then we ran in the thunder and light in the second day. This is camping out at, um, out at Falls Lake. And I'm just going to kind of go through these. I just, again, wanted to show people uh, images of the river. Uh, this is Falls Lake, you know, day two. We had a lot of heavy, we had some rain, heavy winds. Uh, just <laughs> very, started off a little tough, the trip. But as I mentioned, it just started uh, improving as, as time went on going down the river. And uh, this is day three, some just the rocky outcrops. And I don't know how many people uh, have been out on Falls Lake, just some beautiful areas, some wildlife that we've seen. Uh, this is the lower end of Falls Lake. This is the intake uh, for Falls Lake. And again, this is basically a straw for 400,000 people. And, 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 you know, just how important is it to make sure that we have clean drinking water uh, coming through this uh, that goes out to basically everybody sitting in this audience or many of the people sitting in the audience. This is the lower, very lower end of the Falls Lake uh, looking back up. And uh, this was day four. We actually opened this up to the public, had some families come out and paddle with us. And you know, one of the fathers that paddled with us just, you know, really lamented that a lot of kids don't have the opportunities to get out and paddle and recreate, uh, you know, some of its liabilities, but a lot of it's related to pollution issues. People are afraid to enter the rivers and stuff like that. And just, you know, obviously very sad. I think a lot of people are losing just access to being able to do these types of things. 
This is the upper noose right here in Raleigh. Um, I think if you ever get out on the river, you'd be surprised that you're right in the middle of Raleigh. Um, and this is some anglers that we met along the way. And uh, just keep in mind how narrow this river is up in the upper part. Um, this is only about 10 miles below Falls Dam. Some people, this is a uh, sewage outfall. Uh, you can see by the green slime on the rocks that this is probably out of compliance. There's some pollution issues associated with this. And again, you know, these rivers belong to us. These are our public trust waters. And uh, we have, you know, a lot of people taking advantage of that. And that's basically what we do is try to uh, represent the interests of the river. People live on it. This is uh, Marsha, David Deans, and her wife, Susan, who are in the audience tonight. They live on the river. They help us with the cleanup every year. And uh, I thought it was really great because I was this, this was a day where it was, I was exhausted from the first several days. Uh, we were dealing with media, getting the journals up on the website, and this day started out, I got on the river probably about two in the afternoon, and and, uh, and it ended up just getting on the river, ended up being a great day, and we had, uh, they ended up joining me and paddling right through the night with me. I didn't get off the river till about 9.30 at night, but we had a full moon paddle. It was just absolutely beautiful out there. We actually ran the only set of major rapids on the river at pitch black and somehow pulled it off, but uh, it was just a great event. Um, this is getting down below Pool Road, uh, just you know some rocky outcrops on the river. And as you start getting further down uh, toward Johnson County, you start losing these rocky outcrops. I'll show you that in a second. This is uh, Council Member Tommy Craven. Got him on some of the video, but he came out and paddled with us. Mayor Meeker wanted to come out and join us. And uh, we had a lot of minister, you know, four ministers come paddle with us. Just, you know, great event. This is uh, Raleigh's discharge, more than 50 million gallons of effluent per day discharges in the Noose River. And uh, again, just how important is it the fact that we got the city to invest over $40 million into this plant to make sure that they're discharging clean effluent into the river. Uh, Green Heron, um, just, you know, again, some of the images here. I'm just gonna skim through some of these. Um, this starts getting down, this is Smithfield. It's called the uh, Smithfield Commons, and as you get down below I-95 in Smithfield, it really starts becoming very, very wild. You pretty much leave Raleigh and Durham and everything behind. And there's a 29-mile roadless wilderness section called the Noose uh, Low Grounds or the Bottomlands or the Letlones. They're even called the Noose Islands. It gets really twisty and turny down there. And this is where basically the Noose uh, you know, ends, the Piedmont ends, and it starts getting into the coastal floodplain. And you just start losing all the rocky outcrops uh, the lower section uh, down in this Noose Bottomlands is actually five miles across the floodplain, wider than the Mississippi floodplain. So not a lot of opportunity for development, which has kept it very wild and remote, but uh, just a unique section of the river, just kids playing in the water. Um, this is uh, Charles Wilson, who ended up joining me on this trip. He's uh, a minister that came out, and you'll see a little interview from him, actually. And... Um, garbage. Uh, this is basically where our cleanup ends in Smithfield. And unfortunately, as you get below Smithfield, I could really start seeing the effects of trash in the river that we were not getting to. And, uh, you know, obviously we'd love to get down in that section, which is a very remote section. We need obviously more people to turn out. Um, again, this is getting to day 10. You start getting down into Wayne County, down near Goldsboro, starts getting very cypress, starts changing again. That's my daughter, Krista, who was here earlier. She came out and paddled with us. And, um, this is one of my favorite sections of the noose, actually. You start seeing these cypress and Spanish moss. And uh, I, I really like this image, you know, just a father teaching his son how to fish. And again, this is just an opportunity that we're missing more and more. Just like Lake Crabtree, 
which was started as a recreational fishing lake. 300,000 people use that each year. Uh, you can see there's PCB fish consumption advisories. People can't fish out of that water anymore. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't think people are paying as much attention as the, the, these lost opportunities just because we're allowing uh, pollution problems to get so great in a lot of our rivers and streams. And really, this whole river keeper movement, it's become a worldwide movement. We have 150 keepers worldwide. We've basically drawn a, a line in the sand and said, that's it, we're taking our rivers back. We're gonna reclaim these rivers for people like this so that these kids can fish um, and their kids can fish. Um, you'll see here, this is guy, Alan Capps, a outfitter down on the lower noose that ended up just coming out paddling with us, gave us like a private tour. He grew up on the river. Um, this is again, down there, uh, Goldsboro area. Um, Goldsboro drinking water intake. How is important it for us up in Wake County uh, to make sure that we're providing clean drinking water for folks down there. Uh, they depend on the Newson River just like we do. And uh, this is the only bar on the Noose River, really, and uh, Whitetail Landing. And uh, once you paddle, you know, 130 miles, you're paddling for two weeks, you know. You, you really want to uh, stop at a bar and get a beer. So Larry and I did that. And this is Kim. She caught a 46-pound catfish. She was the bartender. And it really, you know, this come to this little bar and all these people, as soon as they found out who we were and what we were doing, just came up and started telling us stories about Hurricane Fran and Hurricane Floyd and the flooding of this bar and stories about the noose. And, and that was really the one of the greatest things. Uh, this guy right here, um, just somebody fishing on the river, he asked what we were doing. We just said we're paddling the river to bring attention to the river. He said this river really needs attention and we appreciate what you're doing. And again, a lot of the people that we met are not environmentalists. They don't Really, they're not politically active, but everyone we met and spoke to seemed concerned about protecting the river. They felt that protecting the river was worthwhile. It was very important. And so uh, we feel like we represent a lot of these interests, even if they're not members of Noose River Foundation, that that's our duty. This is looking down from cliffs of the Noose State Park, 150-foot uh, cliffs right on the river, very unique down in the uh, coastal floodplain, very unusual. Um, this is down below the, the cliffs right here, very rainy day. Um, and we ended up rolling into Seven Springs, the sky cleared, and a third of the town came out, very small town that's just been wiped out by Hurricane Freud and, Floyd and Fran. And uh, again, you know, a lot of these people um, certainly don't consider themselves environmentalists, but really had a lot of interest in taking care of the river. The mayor baked us two cakes. Uh, they cooked us a pot dinner traditional pot dinner over an open fire, and it was just a wonderful experience. Um, some of the pictures, this is day 15. Some of the pictures I don't have are the, in the Kinston area. The mayor of Kinston came out, threw us a celebration on the river, and uh, Larry could certainly talk more about that, but um, one of our supporters who came out. Um, this is getting down to Cowpen Landing uh, above New Bern, maybe about uh, 12, 12 miles above New Bern or so. River starts obviously getting a little bit wider down here. You get a lot more cypress trees, um, a lot more open. This is a little section called the gut, which is a little side arm of the Noose River that goes around Hog Island. And uh, we ended up coming across two giant alligators, one about 10 foot. A um, <laughs> little bit of a scare, but it was great to see. And uh, again, it's, this is only four or five miles above Newburn. Very wild, great paddling opportunities. and. And really, like I said, the reason we wanted to show this is because, you know, we as river keepers deal with pollution issues a lot. We have to talk about the bad things of the river. and We don't get to talk about or show people the beauty of the river. 
And this was just uh, one of the greatest things was to get out, see the beauty, take pictures, get people out on the water, experience what a beautiful river it is. And a lot of people don't get to see these things. And unfortunately, we don't get to talk about a lot. So I'm, I'm very happy. We had 29 people paddle with us on the last day, rolling into New Bern. And um, this is uh, Rick Dove's Waterkeeper Alliance boat. That's his dog, Kimba, who was all the way up in Falls Lake and saw us through the end. Um, 232 miles downstream, this is uh, Mayor uh, Tom Bayless in New Bern, who's uh, been a great supporter of the Noose River Foundation. And, and primary reason why is he was there. He saw all the fish kills and pollution problems in the lower Noose. And uh, he just really has come to recognize that economic growth for his area depends on a clean and healthy Noose River. And so he's just become a big supporter of ours. He's helped do fundraisers for us. And uh, really, we've just developed such a great relationship with you know, a lot of these people, Mayor Maker is a big supporter of ours as well, and it's just been really great to see people embrace uh, this organization, the work we do for the river. This is the very, very final end. Now this is, again, you saw how narrow the upper noose was. This, the, the Noose River at the mouth of the river is, more than, is roughly six miles across. It's the widest mouth of any river in the lower 48 states. And so the last uh, 30 miles, we took a boat out and uh, took a plunge in and um, you know, again, this is just a, uh, you know, it was a great, great ending to a great trip. And uh, Larry and I enjoyed it a lot. And, uh, you know, there's really just so many stories we could tell about this and just don't have the time. But like I said, I do have a uh, five minute video. And I do want to say before we run that, that uh, if you go to our website, we have all the daily journals from all those days that we paddled. We have pictures and maps. Um, and we have video that's up there as well. Some of these people that we interviewed, like Gerald Thacker and others along the way. And um, like I said, just go online and check that out at newsriver.org. And uh, if you ever want to paddle a section of the river, you read the journals. If you have any, any questions about it, feel free to give us a call. We'd be happy to kind of set you up. But basically, we got about a five-minute video here. And basically, I just wanted you all to hear what some of the people that we met along the way were saying about this trip. So thank you. What made you want to come out and paddle on the Noose River? First of all, uh, out of respect for what you and your organization do, uh, it's a great way for me to, to show what it means to me. I've been paddling since I was a kid and started in. Uh, Cub Scout age and canoes knocking around uh, on lakes and growing up paddling and still love to do it. I just don't get enough opportunities. So this was the perfect combination. Thanks for having me. Good. Hey, thanks for coming out. Selling and other recreation activities on the river. It's good to see the wildlife and understand what nature is about. Two weeks ago, I was with the Boy Scouts and
If, if you all have any uh, questions, we'd be happy. And Larry, if you, you know, if, wanna, if Larry's still here, want to come up, um, I'd be happy to answer some. We're trying to stick the itinerary and uh, didn't, you know, we'd hoped to make a longer video, but as you can see, the quality wasn't too good. We had wind issues and stuff, but we definitely wanted to let people know what people were saying uh, along the way. You know, we felt that that was more important than us saying it because we say it too much. <laughs> Anybody have any questions or anything? Uh, yeah, we do. We can we can certainly get that to you. Ben Casey wrote a book called um, All in One River about the Noose River, and there was a whole paddle guide section in there with all the 
access and we have some of that information but also on the tour de noose we made uh, all these GIS maps and we showed all the access points along the entire way so uh, go on our website and see if you can use that if not we can get you additional information anybody else have any questions or no okay well good keep it on time I like it all right well uh, we're gonna set up here then we have a, a small a short video um, too big for our ditches that was done by some uh, NC State students and uh, actually some people that work at the uh, lab at NC State that are great allies and work with us a lot and have done a lot for water quality in Falls Lake and the Noose River and done a lot of monitoring so uh, we're gonna uh, run that and then if there's any questions that you'd like to ask them afterwards uh, they're they're open to do it so Thanks.